Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. A little while back, I let the people know that I was no longer on Facebook. Apparently, though, uh, you're still on Facebook. I'm still on it, but I only check it for the birthdays. And for this segment right here, it went so well the first time. Oh, we're doing it again. It went so well the first time that uh, a whole bunch of people, including our friends Emily O'Connor, Mm-hmm and Cherry Poppins, mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other people were like, yo, we need more of this, so here we go again, Jeff. All right, I'm, I'm loading it up. I want to know... I'm loading it up, like I'm plugging in the... <laughs> you're you're plugging wind- in the machine. Yeah, yeah, you're winding up the engine on the, on the Model T Ford. Jeff, I want to know, what have I been missing out on on Facebook? And uh, the way that we did it the last time, and I, I think we should do it again, mm-hmm. is you start at the top of your feed and just... Go on down. Go for a scroll. So who... <laughs> go for a scroll. Who, Jeff, has been checking in... All right, well, first of on all... On your Facebook feed. Today's Chuck English's birthday. Okay, that's cool. Happy birthday to Chuck English of the cool kids. Actually, it's also the birthday of a kid... The only person I've ever fought in my life. Wow. Uh, is so this, this happened at, on the uh, elementary school schoolyard. Jeff, is this the time now for you to wish him a happy birthday? <laughs> 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 don't do it don't do it for him oh do, do it for do, us do it for the audience jeff <laughs> what should i write just keep it real generic so he's um he's of turkish descent he's from turkey okay do i say sorry about what's happening in turkey um instead of a happy birthday wish <laughs> happy birthday sorry what's happening in turkey i think it should just be like um well, wait, oh, you don't want to know why i beat him up just for everyone listening who didn't hear it in the first place you went from i fought the kid to i beat him up <laughs> well i mean i diff i i wouldn't say i beat him up i guess i did say it but i wouldn't say it I but I won the fight. According to who? According to the principal. That's what you should write. <laughs> I won the fight according to the principal. Yes. Have have a happy birthday. All right. <laughs> yeah. He was uh he was playing he decided he wanted to play Nazis mm. on the playground and I decided that was not a good idea. Jeff, I've changed my mind. Don't think you should wish him a happy birthday anymore. All right. All right. So uh who else is on the check-in? Who else is on the check-in? Um, someone who I don't know got married. Oh, well, <laughs> congratulations to them. Uh, that I will write. Okay. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations to them. Um, a kid who I was a camp counselor for, mm-hmm. his dog passed away. All right. Now, what, what's the proper protocol? His best friend of 13 years has passed on. I can still picture him walking home. Walk, I can still picture bringing him home and not being able to take my eyes off him, waking up at four in the morning Ooh. because you wanted to play oh, man. and waiting to get home just to roll around on the floor with him while he tries to attack my fingers. This is you were on the, the heartstrings. co-pilot for road trips. The best co-pilot for road trips. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Wait, do we know the dog's name? Yoda. Yoda. My best friend, my pup, RIP Yoda, and may the force be with you always. Oh, my God. He went there. He, d- he really did. <laughs> to heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. All right. All right. Well, uh, rest in peace, Yoda. Yeah. What else, Jeff? Ray Rodriguez. Oh, okay. We do know him. Which Ray, though? The one that we know. Okay. We, we do Not know him. Not the one who claims credit. Right. But also, shouts to that Ray Rodriguez. I shout don't want to him to. all the Ray Rodriguez's out there. Yeah. A lot of ads on Facebook. Like what? This one is for Drizzly. What is Drizzly? It's drinks delivered to your door. Get it in 60 minutes or less. I don't want to actually do an ad for this. No, no, no. But what what, what could that possibly be? Alcoholic drinks? It or looks like, like it. Yeah. I mean, they use the wine emoji. Okay. So it's not like a smoothie operation. I would love a smoothie. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you could have a smoothie delivered to your door. Smoothie. Oh. Sponsored post. 
smoothies delivered to your door. So S M O O T H dash E, like Wally. No, smoothie with an I. Oh, smooth. Yeah, but could that be confused for like? Wait, S M U with like an umlaut. Yeah. T H I. Very in right now. There was that whole time where like it actually looks like an IKEA product. Well, yeah, that be. I mean, Smoo- listen, smoothie, Smoo- smoothie, smoothie. I just <laughs> hold on. Uh, what's your address? I want to order way, a the, smoothie the, here. The crazy thing is, it wouldn't actually be smoothies. It would be like <laughs> it would be like fresh IKEA pieces. furniture. <laughs> That'd be good. Who is this? I don't even know who this is. All right, well, what are they doing? Mm. All right. New study, many cases of dementia are actually side effects of prescription drugs. I'm going to say that... Um, wait, one reaction with a surprised face, <laughs> 12 shares. Wow. Definitely a bot. Like 100% is a bot. You accepted it. A hundred. Uh, yeah. I mean, so why? It's my friend. Why? <laughs> Which is me happy. When's, no, no, but what's... When is... Birthday? What was the goal? Was the goal just to get the numbers up? Oh, wait, no. He's an artist. He's from... He's divorced? Why would you put that? Damn. All right, well, maybe he's just trying to, you know, find somebody who has similar thought patterns as him, you know? I guess. Man, this guy filled out everything on his thing. Conspiracy theorist. I found I found a good one. Okay. A real-life friend. A, a real-life friend. Got it. Her dad. Yeah. Said he put up a meme. This is his account. This is his account. He put up a meme. So it's like a, a picture of... Like the colors changing in the in the woods. Okay. Okay. So it's like a very foresty scene. There's a creek running through. Like the leaves are changing. Yeah. So it's like yellows, oranges, autumnal. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. In that big white impact font. Yes. It says, "In the fall." Tell me if this is a good meme. Okay. In the fall, my family likes to play a little game. (laughs) How long can we freeze before we turn on the heat for the first time? (laughs) What? Wait, is it is that from the tree's perspective? I don't understand this meme. <laughs> that's not that's not a good meme. That's actually really bad. In the fall, my family likes to play a little game. How long can we freeze before we turn on the heat for the first time? Okay, I have a I have a good comment for this. Uh, what should I put? You have to leave it. Okay, write LOL. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I I should go stronger. LMAO. No. LMAO. Good. LMAO. Dash. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Smooth. <laughs> the worst part is I'm actually doing it. That's great. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> you did it, Jeff. I did it. And we did it. Yeah. Jeff, who's on the podcast today? On the podcast today is my longtime friend, Trinidad James. Your longtime friend. My longtime friend. People may know Trinidad from his music. People may know Trinidad from his sneaker prowess. People may know him as a great basketball player. But did you guys know that Jeff and Trinidad go back? We go back. We, uh, I've, I've met him twice in my life. Yeah. Well, now three times. Yes, three times. I've met him three times before. Are you Facebook friends? No. Okay, all right. So, you know, sort yeah. of friends. Yeah, like, <laughs> what, what is friendship? You right, know? right, right, right. And uh, so... In those two times that we had met, yes, I've spoken to him maybe like five words. Okay, but we did email him two months ago and say, we'd love to have you on the podcast. And he responded, sure thing, we have history. Now, that seems bad. Not not quite sure what that meant. It seems bad. (laughs) But we wanted to talk to Trinidad James about the high highs that he's had. 
some of the low lows that he's had, the incredible career, and especially the bounce back. You know, I, I think that some of our favorite episodes are about guys and girls who maybe have reached what everyone would see as the pinnacle of success, and then something doesn't go their way. But we enjoy what they do after that, how they get to a place where they are fulfilled and satisfied and and uh, and see clear skies ahead. Yeah, and so that's happened a few times on our podcast. We've, we've talked to people like Mike Posner. Yeah. We've talked to people like Mano. Yeah, True Life. A lot of different people who, you know, had things thrown at them that were not in their control. Yeah. And Trinidad James is somebody who has gone through all of that, and we were very interested in getting him up here and finding out about where he came from, how he got to this place today, and what exactly he meant by we have history. <laughs> well, no. Well, okay. So there's all that, right? Yes. You did say that we wanted to talk about the bounce back. Yes. The thing is that he only had an hour and some change Correct. over here. Yeah. And so we got to half the story. Correct. This is part one of what will be a part two. And maybe, by the way, maybe a part three. But We do have a long time history. But, but what I want to say, and what Jeff wants to say too, is that Trinidad's story is a super roller coaster ride, whether it was him in jail, whether it was him bringing snapback hats to Atlanta, whether it was him doing quarter of a million worth of sales in camo shorts. Trinidad James, who you may know again, from All Gold Everything, and you may know him from Full Size Run, and maybe you know him from his new song playlist or his his new ventures beyond that. But there is so much to this guy, we were happy to get him up here. Jeff, when do you want to get into it? Right now. Yo, what up, it's Eric, a.k.a. Drip Flipper Skip, a.k.a. The Banana Boat Team. Yo, what up, it's Jeff, a.k.a. Coppin' Picasso's, a.k.a. Got Me a Side Piece. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's a black guy. <laughs> Teeth and rings. <laughs> All right, turn it out. Turn it out, James, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, it's your favorite podcast to waste time with it for real. Bow, 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 All that. All right. Good. That was real good. That was a real good. Trinidad, what's happening? What's up, guys? How y'all doing, man? Everything's, Everything's good. good. How are you? Man, I'm incredible, man. It's been a minute, guys. I know. I know. It's great to see you. Sheesh. Yeah, I mean, well, the last time we hung out, well, the first time we hung out was at Def Jam. Correct. The second time we hung out was at South by Southwest, which you're going to get into. Correct. But I don't know if you remember this. I don't know if this ever affected you, but you were somebody that I used to make fun of on Twitter. Wonderful. And so I, I don't know, like, you know, I, I've seen your career obviously go from this one thing to a bunch of other things. Correct. And I just want to say, like, you know, I don't stand by those jokes that I used to make. And, and you know, it's wonderful to have you up here. Man, at the end of the day, that makes me, you know, feel great. You know what I'm saying? And fuck you. But, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, no, I mean, it makes me feel good, man. You got to put in work, bro. You know, uh, probably if you said this to me, you know, Four years ago, I don't know, bro, we'd probably be fighting mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, just off of GP, like, well, you want to get your, you want to expose your rage, like RP Nip would say in the back. Mm-hmm. You want to, you want to, you want something to get off your chest, but, bro, you got to put in work. And I can understand, I understood your opinion then. Mm-hmm. I understand it even better now, mm-hmm. you know, and um, that just was, that's just the journey, you know, this is um, next month would be year seven for me in this shit. Congratulations. Or whatever, you know. And, um, you know how many people don't make it to year two? Facts. Yeah. Oh, trust me, big facts. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like in the best shape mentally and physically 
disappeared in my whole life right now. You to know, beat my, me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, to, to, to spar with you, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, as Jeff was saying, the last time we did see you, I don't know if this you know, even registers with you, South by Southwest, not this past year, but the year before, yeah. Fader Fort, you were, you were just walking oh, yeah, in. Yeah, we yeah, were walking Zane out. Was there, yeah. And Johnny Nunez, the photographer, yeah. pulls all of us up. He was like, yo, yeah. like you guys together. And he hands me his plate of food to hold. And he snapped off pictures, and then that was it. We were yeah. just like, oh, hey, good to see you. Yeah. And I'm there with Johnny Nunez's food in my hands. You know, normal, normal Johnny <laughs> Nunez. Yeah. Shit. Well, Johnny likes to pull together people who are not together. <laughs> and right. it's just like, here you go. Like, Do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to the very, very beginning. Correct. Where are you originally from? I was born in Trinidad and Tobago, Mount Hope, uh, Port of Spain. I have family all over Trinidad. I just came from there because my birthday was yesterday. Yep. Happy belated. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Libra season. Libra gang. <laughs> Wait, what so, makes a Libra a Libra, by the way? I'm the balance. Mm. Um, true Libras. I'm a Libra with a Libra moon, if you're into that type of stuff. Are you? I, would have, I am. Yeah. Mm. I would have, um, So it's kind of, yes, super balanced. Like everything in my life, the fact that I could even be here to going into year seven next month is because of to me being so balanced mm. or whatever not getting caught up in motherfuckers talking shit mm. or you know being caught up in being successful or being rich or whatever like letting that get to my head and fuck me up just staying balanced in between both well i mean like when people were talking shit like me like what what was going through your head at that time well, i wonder why this dude don't know me i would ever like you know i come from the streets i ain't grew up in music i started doing music at 23 24 you know what I'm saying? So everything else prior to that, it was based off of how things happen in the streets. I would have, and you wouldn't do that in the street. Right. You know, that wouldn't happen. Like in real life, that doesn't happen. So I had to realize that the entertainment world is not a real world. It's real people in it, but it's not a real world because you could live behind computers and phones and cameras. You know, and I had to realize it's different. Like with the streets and where I come from or, or you know, growing up in Atlanta, per se, you know what I'm saying? From everything I did when it came to hustling, in the streets and stuff like that, you couldn't talk no shit about somebody else on the phone, like, oh, y'all suck over there in that trap. Nah, what do you mean? We exterminate you. So, but it's different, and I had to realize that coming into the entertainment business. So, you know, it was it was like, man, I felt like if everybody who said something bad about me, if they actually knew me, they wouldn't think the same or whatever, you know? So at first, I feel like the first couple of years of hate was me trying to figure out how can I prove to all these people that I'm not what they think I am? Of you know, like I'm not that, but really that. And um, then I would say it just changed where I was like, nah, I can't prove that to somebody who don't deserve it. Well, did you ever like question the image that you had put out there with that first single, with all gold everything? Um, no, because I knew I was always being me. You don't, yeah. you can't ever um, when you're truly being yourself, which I was. You don't never, you don't have to second guess. Because I knew that the image was real. I wasn't, it's not a, I'm putting on a costume like everybody else putting on a costume to be me. Mm. I would have, I'm being me. I'm yeah. the original. So I wasn't worried about that. And it then was, how did you feel when the you that you put out there was respected by giant companies that, you know, brought you up here and wanted to sign you to their labels? Incredible. I mean, and that was, and those were the, the points that I used to keep me balanced and grounded. I was like, I got your opinion, which I'm a piece of shit. But then Andre 3000, no. I'm his favorite artist, and yeah. he put Erica Badu on me. I'm just going to temper my opinion a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I was very, very hot on all gold everything, and I actually very much liked um, uh, Female Females Wanted. Welcome. Right. Wanted. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Right. Yeah, welcome. Yeah, yeah, welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
but uh, and I and I actually wrote you a, a great review. I thought of you at um, at SOBs. Yeah. For Rolling Stone. Yeah. Um, but I did make jokes on Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. like you know, yeah, balance. And, 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 and like I was saying, balance. All yeah, that is balance. Yeah, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Time back into the leadership. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a balance of like, you fuck with me, but it's things about me that you have to say something about. Yeah. Which that's human. Yeah. And I had to get that. You know what I'm saying? Like that was important for me to understand that like we have opinions. Like I talk shit about people, not to, not for you to feel bad, but just like I'm gonna talk shit, bro. It's yeah. hilarious, bro. Like I was missing a tooth. Why would you not talk shit? People talk shit about ODB. Why would you not? Mm-hmm. That was his image, but why would you not? Right. That's human. In the barbershop, you talk shit. Did like, did everything happen as fast as it seemed? Yes. Was that overwhelming? Yes. So, okay, let's go back to, to that point. You're in Atlanta. Right. Um, you were working at a, at a sneaker store. Oh, no, it was a men's boutique, but we sold sneakers too. Gotcha, okay. How were you as a salesman? I was the truth. I ran that for three or four years. I ran that. I mean, like, I've been managing people my whole life, bro. Yeah. So, you know, like, that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? I manage people. Yeah. Or whatever, because I got my life in order. Right I on. always have my life in order. I, don't, I didn't need the entertainment business. Or I didn't need to be Trinidad James to have my life in order. So what brought you into music? I just was tired of working for motherfuckers. That shit sucks. Working for people sucks because they don't care about you. Yeah. Or whatever. And I just knew that I had something more than working for a motherfucker or just hustling in the streets to take care of my mom and buy gear. That's more to life than that. I would have, I knew that somehow. You know, I didn't go to college. I wasn't good at school and none of that. But I knew that is more to life than what I was selling myself. If, and so I was like, I got to try more hustles or whatever. And I was, I was like, I'm going to go to music. Because I had things to say. My buddies around me, they were all doing music. And um, to me, they were hustling backwards. I would have, and I never was a person about hustling backwards. Like, I am the ultimate hustler. I would have, I've put them on. Like, I don't borrow money from people. People borrow money from me. You so, know what I'm saying? That, so, this is also a different time, too. So, uh, and Atlanta's super hot, right? Yeah. So, two nines down there. Yes, yeah, two um, nines. I mean, this is, are we talking about the beginning of Trinidad before I'll go everything come out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, who's popping? Um, this is like T.I. is like finally like leveling out where it's like, okay, T.I. is cooling down. Um, same with all those guys. Two chains, two chains or whatever. Mm. But, you know, yeah, yeah. like that was two chains, like real set right there. It yeah. was yeah. really important. Yep. I, whatever, it was really, really important because he went from, t- he was Titty Boy. Yeah. Or whatever. So like Titty Boy, Future was like still with Rocco, under Rocco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what's happening right there. They're, they're still like juggernauts or whatever. Then you got, uh, Gucci was getting in a lot of trouble, but it's still Gucci. Yep. Or whatever. Waka Flocka had made him a check. Jeezy. What's Jeezy? Yeah, right. He yeah. was feeling, it was a T.I. thing, fizzling yeah. out. Or whatever. They're always who they are, mm-hmm. but meh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's like the music is not what, it's not 24s or be easy. You know what I'm saying? It's not that. It's not trap music T.I. Yeah. It's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not King T.I. No, it's Rihanna T.I. You know? Exactly. It's yeah. T.I. Yeah. 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 It's Tip. Yeah. Cool. And you so the, the younger guys out there. The younger guys at the time, you know, you uh, and Tudor was underground. You know what I'm saying? You have um, Fat Man Key, yep, yep. who was also his own entity inside of 2-9 mm-hmm. or whatever. And and shout out to 2-9. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Like, Big shout out to them because, you know, they showed you, I mean, they showed you great things and they also showed you mistakes. They showed you what not to do. I learned from people like them, honestly, coming because I didn't do music, like I said. I was the the guy who sold drip, sold this, sold that, sold that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I provided those things for artists or whatever, but I wasn't doing music, so I just paid attention to how they did their business because I'm a businessman. I've always been a businessman. 
And um, it was like when I decided to do what they were doing, I was like, well, shit, I ain't going to do it like y'all. I'm going to do it better. And that's why, well, I'm here now. Do you think any of that was like, I'm going to do this myself? Yes. I would ever. I tried the group thing. I would ever with my buddies. My mm-hmm. buddies who I was helping out and stuff like that. Who were you guys called? Um, we, we Too Cool. WTK. And, um, you know, that was interesting. You know, that was did really interesting. Did you guys do shows? Yeah, we did. Uh, we won a uh, talent show together. You know what I'm saying? In Atlanta, off of Beaufort Highway. It was <laughs> one of those, like, uh, you know, submit your song, go perform it type thing or whatever. And we did it, like, probably, like, five weeks in a row. And we won. We, I remember we had to go up against a group called the Yellow Tape Gang. Or whatever. They used to come in the club. And they had a caution tape, and they just tear the club up with it, or whatever. It was an incredible performance, actually. Crime scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah, yeah that, it was the whole. Dead, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was dope. You know, it was really. I really thought they were going to win, or whatever. But we won, you know. And um, that right there, when we won, right after that, I was like, oh, "Yeah, I'm not doing this no more. This is stupid." Because only thing they won. The thing about it is, we won now. Yeah. And I'm like, me personally, I'm like, this is stupid because well, it's. <laughs> Five of us on one song. We're not actually a group. It's just five artists coming together yeah. to do. You were doing a cipher. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. Like I had never really rapped before. I would have. These are my first raps. They used one of the raps, one of the lines for it to make another song, to make a hook for another song, and that song ended up being the song that we won the contest with. I would have, and I and all we won was five hundred dollars, and we didn't get the studio time. So a hundred dollars each. Oh, it, was it five or six of us? Oh. It was six of us. Damn. Damn. So that was sorry to the six guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I was just like, bro, y'all can have that money. I didn't even. Super I, was, I, yeah. I treated myself like the six guy. I would have, or even if it was five or six, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have. You know, what I'm saying it was Snake, Spook, Thirty One, Bucci, me. That might be it. That might be so fun. I really am gonna feel bad if there's a six guy and you just like now you really <laughs> I know, can't right? remember. I know, I don't yeah. remember on that song. I remember I think it just was was us or whatever, you know. So that five hundred. what I'm gonna do with hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. and this is back then, like this is back then. Like this is before Trinidad James or none of that. I wouldn't even go I was going by Nick James. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that was a nickname they gave me based off of fashion. Oh, that because I was like Rick James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just wild and I always wear wild shit. I didn't give a fuck. But this is before that, you know what I'm saying? So I've always been being me. Where were you shopping? Um, well, remember I ran the boutique. No, I know that. But I mean, so like even when I was shopping, you were, yeah. well, you know, um, Hot Topic, mm-hmm. um, uh, Walters, which is in Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, Lenox Mall, mm-hmm. West End Mall, Greenbrier mm-hmm. Mall. Um, were people coming up to you the way that like maybe like when Crisscross or Lil Yachty after you, but like you were a star before you were a star? Yeah, and it was a feeling there. You know, I, I always knew like people. I was like, man, hey, bro, let me take a picture outfit. Let me take a picture. Like, this before I ever even touched the mic or whatever. Like, man, I just want to take a picture of this outfit. Like, yo, can I take a picture with y'all? Like, the crew of us or whatever. Like, you're like, can I take a picture with y'all? With y'all? Or it was always a thing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I knew there's something there. Like, damn, why everybody want to take our picture for? Or why they want to take my picture for? You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't nobody or whatever, but it's fit. It's somebody for yeah. real. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I, what, so it was the imagery. Image already had that on on Smash. Well, who's somebody who saw it for you before you saw it for you? Me. No one ever said like, "Yo, you're destined to be something Nobody, big." Nobody, bro. Damn. Not my family, my mom, my dad. No none teachers, of no coaches. Nobody. Hell no. What did your family think? Nothing, because we couldn't tell me nothing. Because I grew up by myself, even though I got a big family. I just grew up by, with me and my mom. Mm. I would have my pops from time, and they split or whatever. So just me and my mom. Right. I would have. So. And you were also moving around a bit. Yeah, yeah. You like you originally I went from to Trinidad. Like, yeah, I was born in Trinidad. I lived in Canada. I lived in Florida. I lived in New York. I lived in Atlanta. I lived in uh, South Carolina. 
You know what I'm saying? I lived in all these places. I That's a lot. I went to a different high school every year. You know what I'm saying? What would you say like on the first day of class every year? First day of class every like year. Because you, you know how like, a new kid has to introduce themselves in some sort of way? Well, I was going back between the same schools. Oh, got it. Oh, whatever. So ninth grade, one school, 10th grade, another school, 11th grade, back to the school from ninth grade. Then. Oh, they're like, oh, you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know I'm saying? So, and, and like um, even when I had to, the first time I had to go to the new school, like the, from Atlanta to the South Carolina transition, I ain't say nothing to nobody. I whatever like that. You gonna come talk to me? I ain't gonna talk to you. I don't talk to people. I'm not here to make friends. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wasn't because I, I ain't gonna talk to you. I whatever. You gonna say something to me or we not gonna talk? I can go a whole year without talking. Did you hoop early? Yeah, I always hooped. That would help me get friends. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. that helps because pick up. Even though I didn't like... talk, even though I didn't talk when I was playing ball, mm-hmm. I would. I was pretty good. So like people was like, "Hey, bro, that motherfucker hoop." <laughs> I whatever. Like he should come tell him to come try out for the team. Or whatever, and then I had to start talking to people, and mm-hmm. I met some people. I remember my home, my first homie, little jig or whatever. He was small as hell as my homeboy. He rapped now too. His name's Thank Doo Doo. Um, he, yeah, I remember he was like, I was like, man, this motherfucker won't shut up, man. This little kid, <laughs> he was so small, or whatever. But he was cool as hell. He was his dad and stuff was from New York, and he was he was fresh. I would have, I only respect the people who could dress. Mm-hmm. I would have, I only talk, want to talk to somebody who could dress. I didn't really want to talk to people who couldn't dress, especially then. I was real anal back then mm-hmm. as a kid. I would have, because dressing meant so much to me because I had to, went through a whole long time of being so poor and being so horrible looking and like dress wise, you know what I'm saying? My parents, that like when I was able to get my first job and get money myself and then get money in the streets and stuff like that, or get money myself from a job and mm-hmm. like have like gear and be fresh. I whatever I took that shit OD serious. What was your first job? Uh, landscaping. Mm. Yeah, landscaping had to wake up at five every morning, be to work at six fifteen. Pushing a lawnmower. Um, we had to cut grass on the highway, like Damn. big shit, like crazy shit, bro. Well, who was paying you to cut the grass on the highway? Um, it was a company, AC White. Yeah, a company. No, 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 no. It was it. Yeah, was it AC White? I think it was AC White. Was that the six guy? Yeah, in the exactly. Group? Yeah, yeah. I know, right? I know, right? It could have been or a basketball player from yeah. the eighties. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, I mean, AC White was the name of the company. I can't remember the name of the company, but it was a landscaping company in Atlanta on the south side, actually, where Two Changes from off of um, whatever the road, Old National, mm-hmm. or whatever. Definitely. Yeah. Was Was there a point where you like felt like you could pull anything off fashion wise? Like it didn't need to be like a big brand. It could just be like the way that you rocked it that separated you. Mm-hmm. 2010, 2010, I lost my job at Waffle House. I didn't have my green card. Together and oh, shit right, at the time. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Right? You know what I'm saying? So when I lost my job. Wait, how'd you lose your green card? Um, I didn't have it. I lost my ID. And when you don't have your green card or whatever, you can't get another ID. Mm. So when I lost my job, I was fucked. I whatever. So, but I, I was fucked. But at the same time, I still wanted to dress. So I started going to the thrift store. And those fits were iconic. I mean, those $20 I was spending on, like, five fits, I would have, like, bro, me in 2010 with no money, me and my best friend, Coop, you don't want no problems, bro. You don't want no problems. Those, those, that's the most people ever stopped us to take pictures. I would have, when I was flat ass on the couch, or whatever, me and him sleeping on my mama's couch because he had got kicked out of his mama's house, mm. or whatever, and I had got I had lost my money. I had no money to even had an apartment that I, when I had left my mama's house, I had to come back to her house. I'm on the couch, broke. I would have not even pissed off, just broke and like don't know what to do. 
But man, you didn't want to fuck with me in them outfits. Then I was putting on crazy shit because I was going to buying the old blazers with the woman's shoulder pads in them and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's 2010. Yeah. Or whatever. Like all that type of vests with like those old vests you could buy from the thrift store with like all type of wild shit on the mirrors and crazy shit or whatever. And like people was just like, what the fuck? Yo, you're down on your luck. You're sleeping on your mom's couch. You don't have a job. Correct. You're too tall for the couch. And you <laughs> and you still have the most confidence ever. Facts. The most. How, the how did that happen? Uh, because people gave it to me. Like I still did. I didn't uh, I was like, it felt like being in high school again hmm. when you don't have a job and you're just broke and going to school yeah. and waiting on your parents to buy you drip or whatever. It felt like that again, but I was older, so yeah. I was like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not in high school anymore, but I was just like, oh, it feels like high school again or whatever. You can see, when, you know, when you get out of high school, you're still in high school. You're not out of high school until you're actually mentally out of it yeah. or whatever. So I was still there. So when you, when you graduated high school, you crossed the stage? Yes. How were you dressed for that? Um... I, I was respectful because it was yeah. a big deal to my mom. Right, right, right. So, you, right. Know, I, you know, I purple, we had a purple cap and gown. Yep. Or whatever. So, all purple and teal. That was our high school color in South Carolina High School. And um, I probably wore dress shoes and black slacks. So, so the moment you cross that stage and you're out of high school, what's the plan? Um, I had a job. I got a job from uh, my guidance counselor. He got me a dope-ass job for AC White, which was mm-hmm. a moving relo- relocation company. I would ever get paid stupid. So, I was like, why am I going to college for? I have no idea what I would do. I would sell drugs. Yeah. Was there you know was there a long term plan? And then basketball, I went to school, switch school somewhere and I couldn't play ball or whatever. So I kinda like lost my zeal for ball in twelfth grade. I got into gambling really hard. Like gambling was the shit. And then what do you say when I, I said was there a long term plan? No. So no. it was just all day to day and yeah, yeah, you, whatever gets you by. Yeah, I mean that's everybody's thing to me until you figure it out. Until you something clicks, like, okay, this. You know, like the biggest goal I had was to work in a work in a dope store. You know what I'm saying? Like to be able to work at Supreme. You know what I'm saying? Like that, the Supreme of Atlanta. I didn't yeah, even yeah. know what Supreme was at the time, but you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it was that the was the, that was like the yeah. first biggest goal I ever had. Like, I just want to work in a cool store. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like some shit like that. What was the craziest thing you saw at Waffle House? Uh two men having sex. At the Waffle House? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> just like in one of the booths? Oh <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. Not that <laughs> not did. that wild. Maybe that's not that's not that wild. Maybe if Waffle House comes to New York, you probably see some shit like that. <laughs> but in the bathroom. Now, all that was all that was important though, man, that Waffle House. I'm telling you, bro, everything that I went through, man, is people say that all the time. It's very cliche, but it really, really made a big difference from before I came, became Trinidad James. I would have, because I really knew how to deal with people. Yeah. For real, for real. Like, so, I worked in an all gay Waffle House, bro. Yeah, like a popping one at night. Yeah. At night, shit gets spooky, bro. <laughs> Nine to seven every night, that shit gets spooky, bro. Were you a waiter? Were you a. I would start off as a cook, oh, and then wow. I became both. I, be, I wanted to make double the money. Or whatever, like doing one thing, that's not enough. You got to do both. A real motherfucking Waffle House employee, you're going to do both. You're going to know how to cook because you, sometimes you got to cook, cook your own order. You know when that right customer come in, they're going to tip crazy. Shit, we need these eggs and bacon quick or whatever. You need to know how to make that or whatever. So I did both. Yo, and then all of a sudden you don't have that job anymore. Um, I lost that job or whatever. Then I got it back. I had a regular, my, my good friend from high school who put me on gambling, he put me on that job because he always had that job too. I would have. He worked at Waffle House when he was in high school. When we were in high school, he had a job at Waffle House. I had the relocation job. I lost the relocation job because they moved way further out, and I couldn't get there in time. I was still a young piece of shit. So getting up early every day, I kind of prepped my mind for it at 14 when I had the grass cutting job, mm-hmm. the landscaping job, but I was still a piece of shit. So being, you know, uh, what, 17, 18, 
I would have, when they moved out further, it was just like, bro, I'm not ever going to get in time and they let me go. And then um, when they let me go, um, I was fucked. But then my boy got me the job at Waffle House, and I didn't know how to cook it all. And I literally started as a newt or whatever, all the way up to a grill master chef or whatever, and like the top uh, waiter. And then I lost the job again because of some fucking haters <laughs> or whatever. And um, that's that period of time when I was flat ass, flat, because mind you, I'm getting that job out of high school. I was getting paid, dog. Yeah. I was getting paid more than your mom and your daddy, bro. Like, people, mom and daddy, I was getting paid more than them. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I don't borrow money from people. People borrow money from me. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's been a thing my whole life, bro. I would have, because I go get me some money. When yeah. you were gambling, all these years later, are you up or down? Oh, I went, oh well, I stopped. Yeah. Whatever. But if I kept gambling, I'd be down. Because I'm not a good gambler. I just like gambling. Mm-hmm. I would have, I just enjoy it. It's fun. It's exhilarating. You yeah. like the loss? <laughs> yeah. It was whatever. Because you like care. the comeback. Yeah. Because yeah. when, oh, when I come back, I know, when I do win, I win. Yeah. Oh, I win. Trust mm-hmm. me. Or oh, whatever. But when I lose, I lose. And I don't care. I uh, I played a Wheel of Fortune game once. I put, <laughs> put down like $10. Lost it. And I was like, this is dumb. I lost it in like literally 30 seconds. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. Jesus. It was so interesting. When, um, quick story or whatever. That's hilarious. Maybe said that first being Trinidad James, first time going to Vegas. I would have first time going to the casino or whatever. I went like 40000 And then... Um, after that, I went lose probably like a hundred thousand oh. from all the other times <laughs> after. You know what I'm saying? Like t- in total. Yeah. You know, whatever. It's really interesting. I was like, oh man, yeah. 40 off the rip playing roulette. <laughs> I feel like a god. <laughs> roulette and blackjack. I'm like, I'm a god right now. I'm the best gambler in the world. <laughs> Yo. And then a hundred thousand lost dollars after. It's like, okay, I'm not good. So Atlanta 23, you're like, yo. Another hustle is music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, boom. If we're going through the story. So, go through that couch period. Then I get back to Waffle House. Y'all just start working at the all-gay Waffle House, mm-hmm. which was very important mm-hmm. because it allowed me to understand what was going on. Like, our manager, shout out to Jamie, was, um, hopefully I'm saying this right, trans- transgender. Hopefully that's the safest way to say that. Um, from male to female. Mm-hmm. But they hadn't had the surgery yet. Mm-hmm. Pre-op. Yeah. Yeah. And, um that was our manager every night. Every night. That shit was eye opening, man. And that motherfucker was cool, man. As fuck. That motherfucker knew how to run shit, man. And it stopped being about what this person was for me night after night. It started like, damn, I want to run shit like this. Because I already had the skills to cook. And that's how I was able to get the job back after getting fired. Because the head guy knew that I was the truth, bro. They just, they had to let me go because these motherfuckers hated on me and they threw me under the bus or whatever. But I was the fucking truth, bro. Like, I don't do something I can't be the truth at. That's the type of man I am. Mm -hmm. So that's how I was able to get the job back. But this was our manager now. And I was like, yo, what the fuck? But night after night after night, it stopped being about it. Like, her um, boyfriend that just got out, used to come to the thing every night ready to fight motherfuckers over her man or whatever I was like what is going on what am I in right now I'm seeing motherfuckers having sex in the bathroom like what is going on right now you know what I'm saying motherfuckers hitting on me every night like what is going on and then I realized that this was a whole new world like you see it and you judge it all the time you talk shit about 
people that are, you know, gay, this, that, 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 or whatever, and you use derogatory terms towards them, you know what I'm saying, like the F word and this word and that word, you know what I'm saying? And I had to re- realize then that, like, nah, bro, these are people. These my people. Like, bro, I, it's, it got to a point where I'll beat your ass with Jamie because this motherfucker doesn't help me make money, help me out. Yeah, helped me a lot. Yeah, I think what the most important thing you just said there was these aren't just people. There. Yeah, these are my folks, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that shit was, bro, that shit was everything, bro. Like, that shit was everything, man. But, you know, that was that. So then from there, I lost the job again. I would have, but at this point, I didn't care. I would have because um, I got the, I, be in between there somewhere, I worked in the mall. I got like that job I wanted, I kind of like, but mm-hmm. it was a sucky store. Oh, <laughs> or whatever. But you thought it was a cool store. But yeah, because I'm in the mall. It was right. a yeah. popping mall. Right. Yeah. So I was like, I'm in the mall. <laughs> or whatever. You can come see me um, there. And then I don't even know how I stopped working there. And then I got the, I think that happened and then the, the whole couch thing. Mm-hmm. And then I got the Waffle House again in the, the gay Waffle House and then lost that. But it was cool because I was working there and running the boutique at the same time. So I was working Waffle House at night, and then I run the boutique during the day. Man. But I'm an ultimate hustler, bro. I was always about getting my money, dog. Mm-hmm. Always about getting my money. Were you good at saving your money? Well, no, you were, g- were gambling. Nah, I like spending. <laughs> yeah. Nah, well, I stopped gambling when I got in high school. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Like, I stopped. Gambling was a high school thing. Or whatever. Like, I was addicted in 12th grade, bro. Like, I, leave, I, I love basketball, bro. Yeah. Like, I love basketball. Like, I love basketball. Or whatever, and I let that shit go for gambling, bro, when I was in 12th grade. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real, for real. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, that shit always disappoints my coach. Like, my coach is super proud of me now because I'm successful and yeah. stuff like that. And I talked to him actually this year. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, because I needed some help with some stuff. You well, know? you were a ball player as well. Were you point shaving? No. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Do you want to wink ba- at me? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I would never do that. I would never do that, you know what I'm saying, unless you had a gun to my mom's head right. type thing or whatever, you know, like, because basketball, bro, it means the world to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, especially gambling. then. Yeah. Especially then. But I let it go in 12th grade for gambling. That's how much gambling meant to me. And then when I graduated, I was like, bro, I can't take this into the real world. Or I would be fucked up right now. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would be bad. and ba- I'd be bad. You so you see, you see the mistakes that like different people are making in music. Yes. And you're like, I could do this better. And I'll be in charge of, of myself. To a certain extent, it's more goes from like, okay, boom, I'm doing Waffle House and running the boutique or whatever. And then like getting introduced, reintroduced to like hustling in the street with weed and this, that, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? You got to make extra money. It's just not enough, you know, bro. We was getting paid $3.13 an hour at Waffle House, bro, as a waiter, bro. Like... That what what the fuck you supposed to do with that? Every night you're not gonna get a good tip. Right. And then mind you, at first I'm in the gay waffle house, so I am not flirting with nothing. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm I look like a Muslim woman in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm covered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm I'm nervous. Like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to tell a dude like nice shirt, and then you want to take me in the bathroom. We right. see what happens in the bathroom. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was like I wasn't making no money at first, dog. I would have, but Jamie, go back to that again, help me to come out of that where it's like, man, these boys don't want you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Unless you make them want you. Right. Right. Or whatever. You hold your ground and you be a real man that you say that you are or whatever, then you'll be all right. Right. And then that's what I did in that shit. That was that. Or whatever. Like, gay people are just out here like, oh, I want you. And I went, nah, nah, bro. If you, a lot of people, the whole reason why somebody would even flirt with you is because you put it out that you want to be flirted with. 
or whatever. So you have a lot of people acting super homophobic. When in reality, bro, you want that. You, your pheromones are saying different than mm. what your mouth is saying, sir right. or ma- madam. Yeah. You know? You're projecting shit that isn't exactly. there. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, boom. Now, I lost the Waffle House job, which was cool because I got the ideal boutique job. The store mm. called Ginza in the Underground. I would, that was the last thing I did before I came into Trinidad James yeah. the world. I would ever. And so, boom, when I got that job, which was so random organic, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it was just like, oh, bam, I'm here. I have landed. Made it. I, life is over, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I've got it. I got yeah. the, oh, the only goal I ever had in life, outside of, of course, was basketball, which I let that go for gambling. Right. I would have, was working in the, the cool store, shop. Yeah. cool shop. It wasn't the one wish was the supreme of Atlanta at the right, time. Right, right. Whatever. But this, this was cool because it was new. So it was like I became the man there mm-hmm. compared to I would have to go up the ladder and wish through all these other legends that worked there. You know what I'm saying? And Who was I, coming through the store? Um... It took a while before famous people to really come through there, but when it really got to rocking, I was like the head manager and stuff like the dude who who asked me to come in, asked me if I was interested in doing the job. He called me at Waffle House while I was at work, like cooking. I had to go to the back with like <laughs> waffle batter on my face <laughs> and my shirt looking nasty. Like, yo, you think you'd be interested in working at the store? Uh, yeah. What the <laughs> hell? Look at me. I look like shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting my paper, but this is what I got to do to get my paper. Let me go sit in the store like y'all do all day in the AC and sell gear because I'm coming in to spend my money with y'all anyway. Yeah. Or whatever. And um, I came in for an interview, met with the owner, this Korean guy, Dave. And shout out to my boy Dave. And um, when I would say a month and a half in, he gets fired. The good, the dude that got me the job. I would have for stealing. I would have, it was crazy. I would have, I was like, what the hell? So that literally, the Asian dude was just like, well, here's his keys. Here you go. Now figure out how to, to now you got to run the register. Whatever, and I got to open a shop up. I was like, threw you in the deep end. What? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I've been getting thrown in the deep end my whole life. Or whatever. So I was just like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Any job I ever had, I never knew how to do it before I did it. All of them. Every single one from landscaping to running a store to Waffle House. Moving to in the middle moving, of that. Yeah. You know, yeah. All that. You know what I'm saying? None of that. Like, man, when I was managing the, the warehouse for the movie company, that shit was different, bro. These were grown ass men, bro. I was. I, Young, bro. Yeah, you were you know, a teenager. Super young running these dudes, man. Yeah. It was crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was uh, um, older in my team now, older team, but still, I'm running these dudes and stuff like that, even at the Waffle House. Like, you know, everybody was older for the most part. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm running, of course, anybody younger than me, I run you. I whatever, but I'm running the people older than me, too. So just managing, managing, managing. So, but when he threw the keys to me, I was like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. I figured it out. Show me what's up. Uh, shout out to my girl, Chelsea. She was, it was a guy and a girl. The guy got fired. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he didn't fire. He just dipped. He just disappeared <laughs> with the money. He just got out. You know what I'm saying? He just left. <laughs> he put one of those moves or <laughs> whatever. You know what I'm saying? And she was still there. So, you know, she showed me the ropes or whatever. And then, boom, she ended up leaving to get a better job. And it was like me then. I watched 24, 24 to 26 different people worked there during those three to three and a half years, almost four years before I left that place. Work, hire, fire, quit, did it, or whatever. I still remained the same. I was the only person that, that stayed Damn. the whole time, or whatever, because, like, bro, I'm mentally prepared for whatever you bring my way, bro. You can't beat me, bro. Yeah. You can't beat me. I don't care who you are, bro. And you all these people me. were not looking for a competition. <laughs> but that's how I'm coming into right. it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the immigrant men- mentality, bro. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, like it's me versus the whole world every day. Yeah. Because I ain't got shit. I come from not having shit. Right. So I got to be in this. You know what I'm saying? Whether like 
Bro, I didn't come here for arm wrestle, but okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here for a fucking arm wrestle and a fight and this, whatever you want to do, swords, whatever. Yeah, I'm here yeah, for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I have to be mm-hmm. mentally in my head, you know? Yeah. So, boom, um, I'm in the ideal store. I'm running that store. And um, the first start of celebs, like when the store really started popping off because I introduced Snapbacks to Atlanta, reintroduced it in this mm-hmm. period in time. Mm-hmm. I would ever think it wasn't existing or whatever. I was paying attention to what was going on in LA. My boy Taz Arnold, who wasn't my boy at the time, yeah, yeah. He, was just, he was styling Big Sean Shout and Chris to Brown Tisa. and Tiger. Yeah. Tisa was yeah. the shit, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yo, look at these hats. And mind you, it reminded me of my poor days when I was in the thrift store buying those hats. You couldn't afford the whole hat. <laughs> All right? You couldn't afford, I couldn't afford to fit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah. how poor I was. I was that broke. I, would, I couldn't afford to fit it. You know what I'm saying? So I had to buy these snapback joints or whatever and make them rock. And I got a big head. So I had to find the right ones that fit. And I understand, like, the high crown and just, like, just giving me that real, like, passion for hats and figuring out. So when I seen Big Sean and these popping guys... Rocking this these hats and stuff, I was like, "Oh, this shit wavy." I would ever, I'm a hustler. I get a lot of money. This is not my store. Begins not my store. This is this is the Korean guy's store. Yeah, yeah. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But we working together. If I'm working with you, my nigga, then I'm trying to help you. It ain't mm-hmm. just about me. It's, let well, me help you. Help. Did me. he ever feel like you were getting too big for whatever your role nah, was? No, he loved it. Okay, he was because it made him be able to go to the back and stay back there and open up a whole online business in the back. Yeah. Or whatever, because he knew I had this covered. Mm-hmm. Or that because they became a, it was already a passion before I got that. I just yeah. didn't know how to run it. Right. But once I learned how to do everything, or whatever, oh my God. It was my playground. Yeah. Every day. <laughs> Every day. So you, know you became not only like, you know, you're working the, the register and you're folding all the clothes, but you're also now the buyer. Oh yeah. I, I got I went I got from I started from just a guy being a sales associate with a with a thing, pitchfork, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Standard to basically hiring, firing, payroll, <laughs> buyer. Everything, literally every single aspect of running. Were you store. being paid in kind for all these different roles? No, hmm. I was only getting paid to be a sales associate or be a manager. So you were just excited about it at first. So then, when then you know, I got a raise. Yeah, to be a manager. And mind you, I was the person that lasted through everybody. So he did. I would have. We got to a certain amount of pay, and I was like, all right, mm-hmm. cool. You know what I'm saying? But it still wasn't enough for everything. I was literally doing everything. Yeah, like he literally was like. People thought it was my store. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were up front. He was out back. Yeah, and yeah. I was there every day. You're the yeah. face Open of it. Close. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like every day, ten to seven, ten to seven, every single day. What was month. the most important thing to you back then and now? Is it shape or is it color? Color. Color. Mm. Color. I've always been a man of color. That's what fashion is to me. Mm. It's not about the brand. It's not about Gucci. It's not about. It's about color. It's mm. the colors. Mm. I feel like I just colors have always I like pulling them together. Yeah. I like I love colors. So you're killing it at the store. Killing it at the store. And right? and when do you like in your mind switch over to Trinidad James? Okay. I don't switch to Trinidad James, but Trinidad James switched to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <Mind fuck>. yeah. <laughs> this was important, bro. This was important. This is gonna be one of the biggest points of this talk that we have here. I'm at work. I'm at work, right? And, you know, I'm killing it for this dude, man. I mean, I'm fucking killing it, bro. I would have, like, bro, we made a quarter million dollars in camel shorts. Damn. <laughs> because I paid attention, like, oh, bro, Wiz Khalifa is the truth. 2010 summer, we made a quarter million dollars in camel shorts. I played Cabin Fever every <laughs> fucking day. At I the was, store? At the store, bro. Yeah. I put people on Drake, bro. Damn. 
I put people on Drake. Like I was like, bro, you should. I. That's why when I got when I was like, oh shit, I'm doing music. Because mind you, I wasn't planning on doing music. Yeah. I would ever like. What, you weren't planning I, on doing I, anything. Anything. You know, <laughs> I was in. I was in my everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it, I put people on these artists, bro. The Wale's, the Big Sean's, like that class of people was. That's a special class, bro. Yeah. That's like that's a class. Right Were you there. on the blogs? Were you like checking to see like nah. where to get? Your I was music? on the mixtapes sites. But so, you were also on Hype Beast and like no no no. So just no. Dat Piff music. and live mixtapes. Music, yeah, music and... is how I stayed in touch with people. Mm -hmm. Music, see what's going on with that or whatever complex mm -hmm. magazines. Magazines still mattered. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. So magazines or whatever that type of shit or whatever going up online and looking at pictures and stuff like that. You know, but not Hype Beast though. Um, and. One of the integral moments, man. I'm killing it for this dude. He had no kids, the guy who I was working for at the mm -hmm. time. He ended up having a kid while I'm working there. Congratulations. So he had, congrats. He had yeah. a son. Yeah. yeah. Right? And, you know, we had got so, before he had the son, you know, I was killing it for him so good. You know, he was like, man, you know, he wanted to open him another one, another store. He's like, man, this is your, you might, might as well keep this one. It's your store. You run this one. And I, he was going to go up to Buckhead, like the nicer area. I yeah, was yeah, in the yeah. hood. I'm in the trap mm -hmm. or whatever. Literally, I was, but I'm taking hand-to-hand -hand cash from the drug dealer who got it from a crackhead or whatever. I'm dealing with people who work in the law building, office buildings, the college, Georgia State University or whatever, all those type of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm dealing with all these different type of people every single day and managing it because that's what the fuck I do. I've well, always done but that. But it's also what the fuck you know. Yeah, well, we're talking clothes. That's my medium. No, so, I'm saying that, like, you could have gone to Buckhead. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I could have, yeah, but, but this was better. It felt comfortable. Okay. You know, I'm in, my, I'm in my element. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's legal and illegal shit going on. I feel balanced. Mm -hmm. Legal shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, boom. I was like, shit, who knows? Maybe I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Whatever you with, bro. Like, I'm with you, obviously. I made you a quarter million this. I bring the hats in. I went online mm -hmm. to go find a guy in California, had a sports store that closed down. He had all his inventory in his garage, and he wanted to get rid of it. And I was like, <laughs> I have a play. <laughs> or whatever. And we reintroduced snapbacks to Atlanta or whatever to the point that Mitchell and Ness stopped making fitteds and started making snapbacks. And we helped with that. Crazy. We started that. Yeah. Because we were ordering so much. We had half a million dollars worth of hats in the, in the store. Damn. That we were the only people, come, we became a hat store. <laughs> we became a hat store because we had so many different varieties of hats. You had the like, you know, when you go to the consignment shop, they keep like yeah. the nice shoes behind the window. Mm. We had those nice, nice vintage hats from the actual 90s behind the glass. And then Mitchell and S all the way around. You know what I love? I love it when I see people who wear generic city hats. So it's just like. <laughs> Atlanta, yeah, but like <laughs> not associated, with, yeah, not like with a sports team. No, it's just Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> straight up. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Jeff from the podcast here, and have I got some news for you? News alert! New Start the news alarm. <laughs> not even an alert; it's an alarm. Yeah, we just sold T-shirts to forty out of fifty states. We just did that. Just did it right now. Okay, so Maine off the list. Off the list. Who is left, Jeff? Who are the ten states? that have not stepped up to the plate to buy an It's The Real t-shirt from itsthereal.com You want to know what 10 states I don't fuck with? Uh, Jeff, name those names. Arkansas? Off the list. Off the list. You're Col banned. Colorado, we were just in Colorado. You're canceled. Iowa, your college roommate was from Iowa. The Hawkeye State, you're done. You're done. 
Indiana. Dan went to college in Indiana. We've been there and never again. Missouri. Missouri, goodbye. Trash. Mississippi. It's over. Montana. I drove an hour and a half out of my way to play French Montana in Montana. Oh. Doesn't it make you feel awful that they have not returned the favor? Nebraska? I this one. This Why? one just gets my gourd. Happy October. Yeah. Uh, North Dakota. I'm so happy that South Dakota fucks with us mm-hmm. because North Dakota. I mean, it's barely a state. It's the worst. What What is in North Dakota? You know what? North Dakota. South Dakota has Mount you Rushmore. Have, you have. What does North Dakota have? You have one chance, North Dakota, to buy a T-shirt and do it right now. It's the slash shop or else. I could I could sell 49 states and North Dakota can be the one that we don't sell to. I, I don't care. Anybody else? Vermont. For, you know, that breaks my heart. For me, it's Colorado. I'm just like, Colorado seems like a state where we probably have, like, people. Yeah, but Ben, nor Jerry. Not great. Guys, solve this problem. Yeah, I have spent thousands of dollars on <laughs> Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Let's make it 50 out of 50 states. We want to have It's The Real, a presence in every last one of these United States. It's the real.com slash shop. And now back to Trinidad James. He was happy, bro. You know what I'm saying? We were happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even he. We were happy. Yeah. You're killing you know? it. We're killing it as like, this is it. Like, we're Starsky and Hutch out here. Like, Kobe and Shaq. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We doing it. You know, the wish, they got to put respect on my name. Mm. Dog, this year two. You tripping. Like, I'm that nigga downtown. Would you go over there? Where to wish? Of yeah. course. Yeah. I, yeah. I still yeah. shop. I would never. No, no. Yeah, see. Because I, 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 I have a guy. Loyalty. Like, yeah. It's a guy. But what yeah. you call it? For me, that's how I was able to be still be the man because I, he wouldn't do that. Or my boss wouldn't do that. My boss yeah. is you. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't. He wouldn't look at those motherfuckers. They were despicable, <laughs> they were despicable to him. Or whatever. But I would go shake hands, mm-hmm. kiss babies. Mm-hmm. Like, what's up, y'all? Good. Boom, boom, boom. Y'all need some? I'll mm-hmm. send people over there to him. Like, hey, we don't <laughs> yeah. sell that. Echo that. And they'll yeah. send people because they us need for the, the help. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was mutual. It's very so, generous. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? I've always been that connector, or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Do what needs to be done for business. Mm-hmm. What you won't do, I'll cover because we're a team. Mm. But yeah, then so on, what you what questions you don't ask, he gotta ask it. That is true. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with us. The people that he wouldn't go say hello to that he should, mm-hmm. I would. But that being said, in the back of your mind, you're ready to leave. No, this is my point of bring that up to you. Mm-hmm. Our relationship is great. I whatever he says that like, man, I want to open up a new store or whatever. This is basically your store. I whatever. Boom. He has the son. When he has the son, one day. He said something to me that changed my whole life. It changed my whole perspective. And Trinidad James, the, the seed was planted. You're right. He said, man, my boy, you know, he's getting so big so fast. You know, um, you'll be working for him one day. Mm. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, And when he said that, I was like, Oh shit. What the fuck? It made me think of some guys that I knew that worked at a store that I used to shop with all the time and they had been working there since they were in high school. And I looked at how unhappy they were to be older now, past the fact of having the cool job phase. Like you're grown with a ten year old mm. or whatever. Like it's not about being cool anymore. Like you want benefits. You want be able to put your your, your kid in the private school per se or a better life for your child, or whatever. You're not going to get that at the cool job, or whatever. And when he said that, or whatever, I was like, oh, man. I'm never going to own my own store working for this motherfucker, man. Yeah. 
I'm not. And that was a well, and that also that was my next big second goal. My first goal was to work in the store like that. Mm-hmm. My, my next goal was to own my own store, my yeah. shoe store. Yeah. But you can't be number one when would, you have to be number. Yeah, three. I would never be yeah. able to afford it doing yeah. this. This what I'm doing here with him is making him richer. Yep. I would ever. I'm getting a not even a that's not even a portion. That's literally like pissing a cup. Here you go. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh, I got to figure something else out. I got to figure something else out. Or whatever, and maybe that's when I like started like paying a little bit more attention to the music that my boys was doing, mm-hmm. seeing what was up because I was helping. I could help them get their first official studio to record at, or whatever. Like I found that studio for them, and waiting on them to come to the studio because they were fucking late, or whatever. I was like, man, I'm gonna just write a song in the meantime. I'm already paying for the shit anyway, or whatever. And then that made me start writing my first raps, and then one rap turned into two, or whatever. Then out of those two raps came. The third rap, which landed the song that we did together to win the contest. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, oh, this shit is stupid. Yeah, we come into 20, this 2011, and we come into 2012. I whatever. Mind you, still working at the store. Yeah. I whatever. And I, lock, I get locked up on some weed shit. I whatever. And I get locked up. It's my first time getting locked up. I whatever. And mind you, it was brief, too. I was only in there for like a day or mm-hmm. something like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, but Who got you out? Me. Anybody coming to get me out, bro? I'm getting me out, bro. It's me. It's me. I don't depend on nobody. It's me. Mm. I don't want him calling nobody. Mm. I, would, I think I called my boy to go get my money. Right. I would have, you know what I'm saying? But me, I got me out. And <clears throat> that short stint of time in there mixed with how I was already feeling for what he said about his son. I was like, oh, yeah, first of all, or, well, first of all, I got to figure it out, which I was already telling myself. And then second of all, oh, yeah, jailing for me. I'm too much of a boss. I'm too important. Or whatever, like, I'm the one that get people out. Nobody can't get me out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, also, you're wearing such, like, a loud outfit, I imagine. <laughs> and then, like, to be in such a, a shitty environment, it's got to be, like, so, like, incongruous. Like, it doesn't, something doesn't match up. I mean, like, there's a lot of things that don't match up, but, like, that the, especially the, main thing the visual about jail, of it. The main thing about jail that uh, that really um, was like, I don't want to come back here anymore, it has no clocks. There's no well, clock in jail. Neither do casinos. Casinos, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'd never been to a casino at the time, mm. so it didn't matter. Where were you gambling? In the hood. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. At somebody's house playing cards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But different. you said you were playing roulette. That no, was in Vegas a, later. Oh, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 40000 yeah. yeah. it's, not, it's not. We're not playing $40,000 card games in the hood. All right? You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, um, that, that, uh, that, yeah, those, no, those clocks, bro, that was the worst torment ever in my life, bro. Mm-hmm. And not being able to know what time it was. Mm-hmm. The worst, bro. The worst. And so when I got out in a day, I whatever, I remember going back up to the job, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he was like, he cared about me. Like, it's not like he didn't care about me. You know what I'm saying? He definitely cared. You know, he's like, man, I'm just happy that you're okay. Yeah. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And um, but you he was like, son. fuck the government. He was like, fuck the government. He was taking my side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, fuck those guys, man. You know what I'm saying? He don't, he, definitely, he didn't respect them either or whatever. But still, I needed to figure out, I got to get out of here, bro, because, yeah, you dad right now or whatever, but... Nah, bro. Like, I'm my own dad. Mm, right. See this planet. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. So, I started thinking about the music again. Just 2012. Top mm-hmm. 2012. 2012. Whatever. Get out of jail. Thinking about the music. And then I, I was like, you know what? 
I'm gonna start writing these raps. But for me. Or whatever, like I did that time when I was waiting in the studio for y'all. And I hit my best friend. Because I had told him I ain't dealing with y'all no more on this music shit. <laughs> after that the thing, after the, the, the we won the contest and we had we won the contest and then um what's it called? We won the contest and and then we we were supposed to do a a Super Bowl show. Yeah, God, this it should happen fast, bro. Let me tell you how fast it happened. Yeah. We had a Super Bowl show. This is 2012. The Super Bowl is in, in, usually the top of the year, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're supposed to do something in the community at the community center for halftime, perform at a people a watch party, mm-hmm. a big watch party though. They're doing it at the rec center mm-hmm. or whatever, or like the pull down jumbo screen, and so everybody on the south side coming to watch the Super Bowl at halftime. We're supposed to be performing. I go through all tri- types of hurdles and this that to make sure that everybody got gear from the store close the store early to get there boom 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 dress motherfuckers dress these <laughs> other five motherfuckers dress myself which was not hard but you know what i'm saying make sure the store is closed money check this that that and the order or whatever to get there and then that shit not happen oh. oh i was like oh yeah i'm not doing this no more this shit is stupid y'all don't make no money mm. i'm don't do things that don't make me no motherfucking money right y'all don't got y'all business together i'm straight don't talk to me about music no more Take it how you want to. And that was that. Um, boom, right? Then yep. I get locked up after. Get out. Same, same top of the year. I would I start thinking back about the music again. And I'm like, I'm going to do it for myself. I hit my best friend. Cool. I, would, I was doing music. One of the guys doing music. I was like, bro, I think I'm going to do a project, bro. I'm gonna do it, but I'm going to do it by myself, like solo or whatever. You know what I'm saying? He was like, shit, do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? He was a real, he always a real one. You know what I'm saying? That's why he's my best friend. I would just like, do what you got to do, or whatever. And that's how Don't Be Safe came about, or whatever, because I wrote all those lyrics, just like, you know what I'm saying, being at the job, or whatever, here and there. I found a guy to record me a better studio than the one I had found them, or whatever, because they weren't taking advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, what y'all want? What more do y'all want? Or whatever. And so that is how, boom, now I transitioned into writing out that project, Finding the the DJ Dirty, well DJ Dirty found me, or whatever online. He had the New York radio show here, you know what I'm saying, um, in New York, and he was working at a pizza place, and uh, the guy from Fader, Andy, mm-hmm. um, you know he used to eat there, and all these different people. Guy from Universal Republic, and he said, "Yo, check this kid out. Check this, this kid is dope, or whatever." And they was like, "Yo, this kid is dope," you know what I'm saying? And then they showed him when he showed him the my cover. That that first cover, yeah, mm-hmm. or whatever. They was like, "Oh shit!" I remember Universal Republic. They came to my job to listen to the project while I was at work, and I played it in the in the store like how I play everybody else's music. Yep. Yeah, Universal Republic came down. They could have signed me right then for two dollars. They could have signed me for two dollars, <laughs> or whatever. It was crazy. Yo, it was crazy. How did the wave of of all gold everything feel to you down there? I mean, I was a god, bro. I was a god. I like, even it, before it, like, goes... Yeah, I knew what it is to be a god from the street dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're the man in the trap, you're the man. Or whatever. You got the best trap going on or whatever. Your trap booming, then you know what it is to be a god. It's like City of God, that movie. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever. Like, you know, those just weren't celebrities, but you were hood celebrity. You were hood yeah. famous. Come to Brazil. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I knew what that was supposed to feel like, and that's what all goal was like a real surgeon there, but on another level, though. I'm bigger than them because them dudes, the main dudes from the trap, they want a picture with me. Yeah. So what's the first like indication in your city that that song is moving? Oh, when I did the Star Bar um, for A3C, because boom, let me tell you, how I played out. He's he's in New York pushing me on the low while he's selling pizzas. 
I was like, check this kid out. Yeah. Or whatever. Boom. The fader do a write up on me. Just because, because uh, they was like, oh, this, we, you know, everybody want to be first on something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they do a And the fader on. usually was. Yeah. yeah they were the yeah, shit yeah. shit back then. Oh, yeah. my God. 2012, 2013 fader. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Biggest dicks in the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they're the shit. Had the biggest dicks. Not worth it. Not <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, boom, he's doing that. Whatever. Hustling for me. Bam. Bam. You know what I'm saying? I'm in Atlanta, still in the store, and I'm just trying to make music that my friends would like. Because I got to impress my friends who I'm not working with because I left y'all to do my own thing. <laughs> yeah. So I got to at least be as good <laughs> as y'all who've been rapping longer than me. Right. Yeah. Or whatever. Or come with something better. Right. So that's where my mind is at. He working for me, so boom, fade to the write-up. Universal Public, one of the guys, he bring the team down or whatever to listen to the project or whatever. They passed on me, but I'm on their radar. Cool. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they got me a slide A3C. Boom. I do the A3C star bar. I fuck it up because, shit, I had the streets behind me. I'm, I'm, I am the streets, bro. Or whatever. Like people, Everybody shop with me from drug dealers to college niggas. So I am the street. So when I when people was like, oh, I'm performing, or whatever, and the word was going around. Came through. Oh, they came popped out, or whatever. So I was like, oh, shit. Okay. All right, bet. And then MJQ, I performed there. And then that's when I was like, oh, I got it on smash. <laughs> like, currency pulled up on a tour bus, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> to, to come to this small-ass underground club. People could, look, Young Scooter couldn't get in. Mm. He couldn't get in. And Young Scooter is... The streets. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He is yeah. the streets. East side. Yeah. He is. Like, yeah. He is. When did you shoot the the video and how did Motion Family get involved? The same guy, Jay Dirt. Jay Dirt. Jay Dirt is a goat. Jay Dirt is a goat. Jay Dirt is a god in himself. He's those uh, the, those guys who don't get credit type gods mm. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That It sucks when you're that guy because you do so much amazing shit behind the scenes. But because. It's not on the platform that people want to see it being delivered from. You never get the full credit that you deserve. And that right. happens to a lot of guys. You probably know For guys sure. and, and men and women who like that happens all the fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Where they don't get the credit because they're not on the platform to deliver it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. Or whatever, but it's true. And so, boom, he they were friends. Him and most of them were friends. He was like, yo, check this kid out. Or whatever. They heard the music. They wanted to meet me. I came through. Or whatever. I played in my whole project or whatever. I told them my story. And it was like, bro, we just want to shoot. You. We just want to shoot a video for you, or whatever. And so, females welcome. I was like, bro, female. I knew females welcome was the truth because of the simple fact I'm a businessman, dog. Yeah. I was like, bro, this song bigger than me <laughs> at the time because I don't yeah. know what the fuck I'm doing, but I wrote it and I made it, or whatever. So it's like, but it sounds so crazy because I'm a music lover. Mm -hmm. So I know what music sounds like, and I'm like, yo, nothing sounds like this. This is like some like folk rap type shit mixed with EDM. Yeah. In 2012. Yeah. I used to hear it at all the festivals. Right? Yeah. Right? So they that's how they did the video for me. Or whatever. Boom, they was just like, bro, we'll do the video for you. No charge. And I still paid them because I'm a fucking businessman. Mm -hmm. Or whatever. And I just took it to my brotherhood. Or whatever. The streets. Or whatever. anything involved in the streets, I'm always going to prosper because I come from that. For real. It's not fake. Or whatever. And Mertz. Did you know it. you were doing something different with that video? No. Because it felt different. No. I didn't know that that was going to shock the world like that. Because I'm doing me. That outfit yeah. is me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. that, that's my brotherhood. Whose dog was it? That was just one of the homies literally had just 
just his dog had just made that little motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's a little ass dog. Let's see that little bitch. <laughs> Man, I was like, oh damn. They're just like, we about to shoot. Shoot, I don't care. Come on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. why the dog ended up in the video. Shopping yeah. cart. Yeah, the shopping yeah. cart was just like, it was already there. Mm-hmm. Spray print that motherfucker go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, use what you got. That bike, yeah. Yeah. You know Where did saying? you get all your gold? At the time, um, the store. I would ever in Trinidad. I would mm-hmm. ever, like, I had got, I went to Trinidad for the first time um, 2011 prior. And I got a couple pieces from, like, a family jeweler of ours named mm-hmm. Anton. Anton's jewelry, Gold Rush in Trinidad. Yo, so um, Universal Republic. Yeah, they, you know what I'm they like, passed on you. All right, cool. Yeah, and but, I wasn't tripping because the it was a more about, dog, they had my job. They in a trap with me right now. Like they doing the shift with me right now. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. Amazing. This is this is amazing. But then, so who who else was involved? Def Jam came calling. No, 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 no. no. Def Jam don't come around till Def Jam don't you come around. You did the New York show. show. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, but but let's let uh, yeah. before that. Oh, well, Santos, no Santos. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. MJQ, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. Santos, Santos oh, was like the, that was Santos. that was a problem. But, but before you even got people there. getting left outside. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get there, before we get there. Put a fucking air horn, somebody. Give me that again, goddammit. Yo, no, but you're hot, and and your shit's moving. Damn, I wish I could remember that girl's name who booked for me after that show. Dark skinned girl, she's the truth, man. AC, yeah, 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 yeah. AC White. <laughs> um, no, but who who was part of your team at that point? Meaning, like, it wasn't just you. There were people around you, right? So yeah. this I kicked off. The dude who worked in the shoe store two doors up from my clothing store became my role manager. Um, Is that Fly? No, no, no. That okay. was that. You wouldn't know him. That's just my boy. His okay. name was okay. Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, they call him Mr. Ross. And uh, shout out to Jason Ross. Bam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and. Um, he was working at the shoe store. I was working at the clothing store. We was always cool. He used to take me to the studio or whatever. And so I, I knew I could trust him because he's the one who believed in me did enough to even give me a ride to the studio or whatever. When I found the studio that I could record at, shout out to my boy, Jay Patron, Justin Patron, who was my first engineer and who I recorded all everything in his closet. You know what I'm saying? Like he was the one who also, I wouldn't have done Females Welcome if it wasn't for him because he's the one like, why don't we put something else here? Because that verse was supposed to be for an artist who, Woof, let me give you this. Uh, yeah. Let me give you this. Females Welcome was supposed to be me and an artist named Grip Pliers mm. who died from cancer. RIP. Right? Mm-hmm. Underground fucking legend. Fuck the hipster shit. Check that song out, motherfuckers, when you hear this podcast. That's it. That was important. How J Dirt found me was I'll go everything. I dropped it on SoundCloud and I was tweeting it to homies. Me and Grip weren't homies, but he knew of me because he'd come out of the store or whatever and shop with me or whatever. So I was sitting like, bro, check out my song, bro. I just dropped the song. He didn't check it out. Jay Dirt was like, what the hell is this? And he heard it. I was like, yo, this is the next voice of Atlanta or whatever. And then he reached out to me and then he started working for me, the fader, Universal Republic or whatever. So boom, I'm lit now. Come back around to Grip. I'm like, Grip, what's up? He hit me with the cap or whatever like, Shit, let's do something. You know, now you ready to work with me. <laughs> see how that shit go. Yeah. I would have, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm a businessman, yeah. so I see motherfuckers, motherfuckers be living their life in cycles all the time. I ain't tripping. I know the cycle gonna come back around to me. I ain't tripping because I control the cycle. I'm the one who start this shit. Come back around. Boom. I said, all right, bet. Because I'm happy. I'm, he is the shit now. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy. I would have, I was like, bro, this song right here, I need a verse on it. Boom. 
He said, I got you. So the day of, not no verse, no verse, no verse. I'm going to get the shit mixed or whatever because now I got to get it going. Like, J-Dirt is working with me. I'm in the fade. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or something. No, 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 no. So I need to finish the project or something. For, you know what I'm saying? And like, I go to J. Bertrand because shit, studio time, I got to, I'm paying this out of my pocket. Yeah. I would never, so like, I'm like, bro, I got to use my time wisely. Waiting on Grip to come to do the verse. Because he's like, I'm going to just pull up today and do it. I was like, I bet. He never showed. We just sitting there. Everybody just stood me up. Or whatever. Then my engineer was like, "Well, we could do something different, and I could we could do add some some different type of music, do some shit like that." And I've always been down for different shit. And he played that second half or whatever, mm -hmm. and the breakdown, the breakdown, oh, yeah. and I was just like that, yeah, <laughs> that, that right there. I was like, put it right here, just like that, this, and let's 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 arrange it. And that's how we did Females Welcome. Crazy. So, the New York show. Yeah. New York show. Listen, from from our standpoint, right. you know, we're tapped in, we're moving around here, and this tidal wave comes in and just, like, takes over, which is everyone's like, yo, this is the show. Like, everyone's got to go down to Santos, because Santos was the spot, by the it's way, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Andrew WK, like, Q-Tip was spinning down there all the time. Diddy. We would go down there, yeah, ran into yeah. Puff and everybody uh, outside. Vashti, Drake. Oh, yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. It was the place. And then it was like, yo, Trinidad James is coming through, and he's doing his first big New York show at Santos. And everybody was there. Everyone was there, and everyone was everybody. outside wanting to be inside. Every. Body. And that's every how you label, know every label head. Oh, we had to make a section for them. Yeah, Joey IE was there. A, we had to make Kai's a section, was there. like a big section, yeah. just for labels. Hannibal Burris was outside. <laughs> uh, who else was outside? Elliot was outside. Yeah, a lot of people couldn't Buster make it. Rhymes in. was outside. Man, couldn't get in. How do you feel knowing that, like, like when we've had people like who couldn't get into our shows, and we are not on that it. level. I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. but like. I feel awful. <laughs> like that's the, the Jewish guilt to me is just like horrible. Do you feel bad that Buster yeah, Rhymes is outside? Because I want them to see it. Mm -hmm. I want like when Young Scooter couldn't get much, I was pissed. You know, I look up Young Scooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was in, in the streets. Not in the streets. Like, yeah. It wasn't about music. It was the streets. Like I'm a street dude, so I'm yeah. a street dude first. I was like, bro, Scooter coming? What? Hey, what the fuck? Y'all ain't tell me what the fuck? Yeah. I was pissed because I want him to see this shit mm -hmm. because I'm doing it for him for the streets. Yeah. yeah. You get what I'm saying? Or whatever. And it was the same thing. It's like Buster Rhymes, but I want Buster to see me. I love Buster, dog. You know what I'm saying? So And your phone must be going crazy. You know, it's crazy. Like he didn't have my number, so he couldn't call me. No, by everybody know. I'm saying. Yeah, like, like yeah. you know, it's going like you, it couldn't even go crazy. You didn't have my number, you didn't know me. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have friends in this shit. Cause I come from a different world. Yeah. Well, how'd you get like involved with the ASAP camp? They came down to Atlanta, two nine. Yep. They brought out two nine and they brought me out too, because they heard Rocky brought me out. That's Rocky that's brought dope. me out. That's dope. Or whatever. And like Ferg was popping off with work, the original. Yeah. yeah. And then he reached out, like, hey bro. You want to do this remix? I was like, I love you. Just I love for you to do this. So remix when you came first. up here, you're like, yo, you guys want to come through? Yeah, I extended the favor back out. Yeah, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And and right then and there was also that I knew that I was a force to reckon with because I turned it up just as hard, if not harder, that night. That just as hard as them and their group, and I'm one man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, okay, I got to figure out what I'm doing here. So because I got something. How did you feel with like a bunch of suits in the room? Like, is that like a fun crowd? Never though? cared because it was way more fans in there or people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the suits were in the back looking yeah, yeah. in that, their section. Like I said, yeah. we made a section. For yeah. Them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, whatever. So I knew where they was at. 
And I performed a song, I think three times in a row. It was that lit. Mm -hmm. I had to go and I went over, I put on a show, but I went and climbed up on the bar to the left over of Santos to walk over so they can see yeah. closer to them. <laughs> like, get some of this, bitch. Yeah. Get this sweat. Yo, were you, you like, were you like, yo, beforehand, this is my moment? No. I didn't know what the fuck Santos was. I didn't know what it was. I cared about going to Supreme and going to Flight Club. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And buying these band ones mm -hmm. for $1,000. But <laughs> still, but still, Def Jam comes through and... Yeah, 2013. Yeah, 20, end of 2012, 2013, yeah. yeah. And, you, and you make that partnership happen. Yes, I do make that partnership happen. Was yeah. there any part of you that did not... Like, I know that you went on Breakfast Club and you went on, uh, I think, like, Hot 97 probably at the time, too, and you were like, I, I could do this independent. Did you ever think really about staying independent or was it just like mm -hmm. there was too much money being thrown around? Yeah, you got... You know, at that point in time, it's like, you could take the money, bro. You never, you, this changes your perspective for your mother, you, everything, or whatever. You figure it out why, when you have the money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that's also, it's also a different time. This is yeah. like, this is, this is before yeah, independent was cool. Yeah. Like, the you word know. viral came about when Trinidad James came about. For sure. In hip hop. Yeah. I'm just being honest. I'm not being cocky. I'm no, being no, yeah, yeah. I live in a factual world. I don't yeah. make shit up. Like, nobody ever said the word viral, bro. I love music. I loved, I'm a connoisseur of listening to music. I would ever, that word viral and like, Somebody going viral, like no, like when Big Sean, Big Sean, it was just Big Sean. Oh, this dude's dope. Yeah. Wale's dope. Jake's yeah. dope. Whoever is dope, but nobody's like they're going viral in Pittsburgh. Nobody fucking said that. You know what I'm saying? Nobody said that about Mac Miller when he popped on the scene with his first one, R.I.P. You know what I'm saying? Nobody said those words. So like, vir the word viral really hit when I came about with all go everything when it dropped on World Star. You know, so it was just like. I always wanted to grind it up like how every artist did, like start from the bottom, yeah, and whatever. But but it came. I had a this quiz. is your reality. Button and skip steps. Yeah. yeah, I pressed that fucking button, dog. So yeah. you so you signed to one of the most legendary Iconics. labels of all time, yeah. right? You're in there like a fucking force with that single. Yep. And then you did uh, females welcome Jonathan Mannion shot yeah. that yeah crazy yeah. down in Trinidad yeah yeah in Trinidad went back home. How did you feel working with like your new team over there? Was it like an instant connection, or were you like, man, I don't know that they understand me, or or was it somewhere in between? Like, did they? I see always love Karen Kwok. I always love Sean. Shout out to Karen Kwok. Yep. I always love Akon Brother Boo. Mm -hmm. um, I always love yeah. Chris Atlas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Shout out to Chris Atlas. Yeah. Shaka, Shaka, I always love Shaka. Yeah. Shaka, Shaka probably feels the type of way because they stabbed him in the back. I would ever, you know what I'm saying? But that ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm a kid. You can't be mad at me for that, bro. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like. I have nothing to do with that mm -hmm. at all. You know what I'm saying? That's y'all be snaking each other. Yeah. They ain't got shit to do with me, boy. You know what I'm saying? I just happen to be the artist that y'all was doing business with. You know what I'm saying? But, um, you know, those those people were cool, bro. You know what I'm saying? But those people also taught me a hard lesson that we don't love you, bro. Right. We're just doing business with you. Yeah, you're Because all of them disappeared month by month as soon as I signed. Well, yeah. so let me ask you a question. And listen, we, we've dealt with with things ourselves. We sold a TV show to MTV. The woman who bought the show left the next week. You, you, you never think it's going to happen yeah, to you, like, right? It, then you deal in the real world. The bro. people no. and the people who come in don't speak the language, don't no, no, understand you. Me. And they, right, they hated <laughs> the us. The next group of people at Dev Jam hated me, bro. So how do you, how do you reconcile that? Because you're like, listen. Oh, I asked to get off the label. Yeah, yeah, but like, that's got to, it's got to hurt and it's got to oh, be it's frustrating. It's depressing. And you can't see, you know, Outside of the hurricane that you're in, right? It's 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 sad, but I I still I knew what I needed to do. I just didn't know how to do it, but I needed to say fuck fame and focus on the craft. Before we get there, I want to talk about um, 
I'm, I'm just going to read your 2012 and 2013 discography. Okay. Okay. Because so this you, is crazy. We were talking about this last night. Because, you know, to do this many features in one and a half years, insane. Right. So, okay, you worked with Gucci Mane, Mike Will Made It, Wale, Grip Pliers with Go Dreamer, Grip Pliers with Alien Craft, Two Songs, Cash Out, Ducko McFly, Young Scooter, Mach 5, 8-Ball, Travis Porter, Problem with Gunplay, Currency with Lloyd, Bangladesh, Scotty, Scotty with Big Crit, Big Crit, Mach 5, Logic with Kid Inc., DJ Scream with 2 Chains Future, Waka Flocka, and Yogati, Currency, Young Dro with B.O.B., uh, Kirko Bangs, Young Dro with uh, DJ Drama, T.I. French Montana, Gucci Mane with E-40, and then Chevy Woods. 2014, you did one feature. <laughs> yep. So, like, it was so quick. Yep, because and it, and it makes sense because 2013 is when I got into that shit here in New York mm-hmm. or whatever. When I did the show in Brooklyn for Converse, oh, and I right, said the right. shit, and I said the shit that people took away was like in the New York sound like Atlanta rap, right, 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 said, right, right You right, might right. as well say the New York sound like Atlanta, yeah, right. or whatever. You right. know, what I'm saying and people took that and went and and the media took that and used that clip mm-hmm. to and made that went go viral, yeah, yeah. to let that be the point of the conversation where that wasn't the point of the whole thing. I was talking the whole fucking show, right? Yeah, it was a show and sermon at the same time. I was feeling yeah. type of way. Yeah. Oh, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? It wasn't. It was just for me, bro. Um, you could be too real. I, I had to learn that lesson. Like, you know what I'm saying? Being real, you still have to know when and where and how to deliver the message you want to get across. Because if you're telling the truth the wrong way, it doesn't come across as the truth. It comes across as you being an asshole or whatever. And I had to learn that. I wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm still young in this shit. Obviously, yeah. I just went through doing working with all these people. Having all these great times, boom, 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 just moving. Yeah. Or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Phone's ringing off the hook. Yeah, like, and yeah. it was just certain things weren't adding up. You know, me, you know, those tours I did with Wiz or whatever, like, you know, the Under the Influence tour, and, and that shit was crazy, bro. You know what I'm saying? That was me, Wiz, Rocky, Joey Badass, uh, I think Schoolboy Q, um, Tiger, um, Chevy. Yeah, well, he's part of Wiz Crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a crazy... Tour and then me and Wiz hit it off so so cool. He asked me to come overseas with him. So then I went to Paris on my birthday with him and went started tour. Then you know what I'm saying like, bro, I was seeing life from a different perspective than everybody else, bro. Or whatever, y'all were not doing what y'all do, and that was the only point. Or whatever, like I was listen, I was listening to other motherfuckers complain about what it wasn't me. I don't give a fuck. I'm lit. I'm lit. Mm. I don't give a fuck. I'm good, bro. My bank account, stupid. My mama, great. I'm good. But, but. the internet doesn't know you, mm-hmm. doesn't care. And they wanted to see me fall. And they wanted to see you they fall. Because well, people they love wanted. a quick rise and a quick fall. Of course. Yeah. It's, some, it's, the, it's those stories. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, that happened. And I didn't handle it well because I love... New York so much. Like, my true, true friends and people who really, really know me know how much I love New York. So when we fell out, oh, man. That was worse than when I fell out with my girlfriend. I would ever, like, that shit hurt, bro. That shit hurt because I love New York, bro. The shopping, the people, the, the energy, the attitude, how tough skin they are. That's what threw me off because I was like, and all yeah, anyone like cares about comment. is this. Boil you down. Yeah. Right. That? Yeah. I was like, we talk way crazier shit on Utica in Brooklyn <laughs> by the Trinity shop. Right. Oh, I thought you right. meant Utica, the city up in upstate New York. <laughs> oh, I was no, like, no, yo, no. like, don't start on Utica. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, Utica yeah. Ave, you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, in Brooklyn, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we say way crazier shit. 
So I was like, just hurt, bro. Like that shit really hurt, bro. I might have cried. I would have because, and I don't cry. Yeah. That's why I said I'm gonna cry. Yeah. I would have like because I was like, what? And I and it just really took me for a toll, and that's why I was like, I ain't fuck with nobody. And that's why in 2014 I ain't fuck with nobody. I was depressed also. I couldn't do no music because I didn't do no music for seven months. I would have. I was and just then, depressed. And then you got off the label in 2014, right? Mm, not because I just I put it in my petition to be dropped. Mm-hmm. I would have like to let me go. I would have. They granted it. Yeah. I would have. And um, did anybody say like you know we can still do some work here or or ever ever was over they, you. they washed my hands after especially after that little thing right there yeah that was even more of a reason for like hey give him what he want which mm-hmm. is perfect for me did you owe them any money uh did i probably so who gave a fuck and by the way well, i mean you probably made a ton of money for them with uh yeah they, yeah. yeah they re, they're yeah. damn near recouped and, like, when, and when you say when you say it's perfect for you it was perfect for you yes but it's still like this thing to the outside world where yeah. they're like, well, oh, you got dropped. He got dropped. Yeah. Wait, I didn't even get dropped. I just told the world I got dropped. I didn't even get dropped. And by the way, that tweet, remember that tweet I put out, the tweet that I put out there, like, I don't got no money and the label, you might as well get it in whatever, you know what I'm saying? I wish, I, the only reason I tweeted like that, because you only got 140 characters. <laughs> yeah. But if I could finish it. Yo, now. Yeah. You know yeah. yeah. Now you got yeah. 200 and whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But at the time, you only had 140 characters. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. So I couldn't get my full statement out or whatever. And I just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I was depressed. New York was being sensitive. And I was like, what? Mind you, the name of my project is Don't Be Safe. Sensitive as fuck every day. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I'm not a sensitive person. That's why I love New York, because motherfuckers are not sensitive. But then you realize mm. that motherfuckers are sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So so you so you go and keep recording and you keep making music. No, and, not in twenty fourteen. Yeah, I was depressed. I didn't make no music yet. But eventually, yes. Yeah. I get my swag back. Yeah. How do you get your swag back? How do you decide like I'm gonna turn the internet off? I'm going to get back to who I am and like, all right, I'm not on Def Jam anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not on a big label. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. Right. Um, I helped another artist, thirty one grams. He was a rapper. He was one of the people. He was one of those guys who got on that first song that we won the contest with. Mm-hmm. We weren't in the group. It was just five guys came together, and you know, what I'm saying, "You got a verse? You got a verse?" I just put it all together, and we made a song. I whatever. He kept recording the whole time. Kept recording. I loved his. I love how good he could rap. And he was like Lil Wayne. He never wrote his stuff down. And these raps were so good for somebody who never wrote them down. It was all in his head. I was like, "What the fuck?" So I had a studio, a trap house studio that I was on that I had bought in Atlanta off Metropolitan. And I had my boy who recorded me, Jay Patron, or whatever, I had him in there. And I told all my, my buddies who was doing music, I was like, y'all can record there, just put on my tab. Record whatever y'all want, or whatever. And he would never take the tab, he would always pay himself. Wow. Or whatever, and I respected that. Because I gave them the chance to do it and they never went and fucking record, bro. They never made a project. Mm. I, mind you, I give you a studio. Right. And I say, put it on my tab. Whatever y'all do, just charge me, bro. What the fuck, I got money. Hey, y'all my boys. Y'all, y'all really do this. This is really y'all thing. Or whatever. Go record. They never made a project. Or whatever. He never took the money. He never used the tab. He always paid his own money. I respected that. So when I come down to the studio, when I, you know, when I wasn't feeling too depressed or whatever, and I wanted to see if I could record something, come with some ideas, I come down and listen to beats, see what's going on, and I see him working. And then one day I entertained to see what he had going on. I was like, damn, bro, this shit tight. Mm-hmm. Or that, but you should do this like this. You should do that like that. And I helped him do his first project. I would like, well, the project he was working on at the time, and we just really hit it off, and it allowed me to not think about myself that much. That and Netflix, or whatever. I've said this before in an old documentary, but that and Netflix, like, I never watched TV before, 
or whatever. So like when I started looking at TV and shit like that, I was like, damn, there's a lot of things going on out here. It was I an escape. Know. Yeah, I was like, allowed me to stop thinking about myself and thinking about how hurt I was by New York. You know what I'm saying? From the standpoint, like, bro, it's like, what? We friends. Like, we're friends, bro. Like, if I can't tell you to shut the fuck up, we're not friends. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because if you tell me shut the fuck up, I'll shut the fuck up if my friend. If yeah. it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Even if it didn't make sense, I still kind of shut the fuck up. If we're friends, because <laughs> right. maybe you have a purpose for telling me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you were too new. Too new. I yeah. didn't know. And I'm, I'm in a whirlwind, obviously, yeah. as you can see. Yeah. Look how many features that was, bro. Yeah. You named like 30 people, bro. More than that. Yeah, that's yeah. tons, bro. And those all were so many different experiences of the recording sessions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. Who held you down like, like, not a real friend. I'm saying like an industry friend who was just like, yo, like, I know you're going through it, but like, I'm here and we can always talk. Nobody. 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 You know what I'm saying? And, um, and that was a hard lesson to learn, too. Oh, whatever. You know, everybody was just... You know what I'm saying? Like, he has AIDS. That's, you know what I'm saying? that's shitty. That's it. It was. It was super shitty, bro. It was super shitty. Or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And and I just it reminded me once again that we're not friends. Yeah. This that's is a, a very tough lesson. Yeah. Business. That's a very tough lesson and to learn. Thank you. I appreciate it. I needed that. Or whatever. So when I dry my tears up, started working with a boy, get out my get out of my head. As soon as I got out of my head, the stuff I recorded at the top, top, top of 2014, mm. all that before I went into that drought, um, that came right back around or whatever. And the dude who records like, hey, bro, I got somebody to shoot the video for us. If you come out to LA, I got somebody to shoot this video. And I was just like, I looked at it as like, maybe that's a sign for me to go do something, get out and do something mm. or whatever. And I went, because I love doing music videos. I, would, I just wasn't inspired to do one, but I was like, this is an opportunity here. I'm going to go. There was a song called, called Palm Trees. I would, it was uh, produced by our, our producer named Kavi. Kavi. And uh, old school, old school cat. Oh, that, but he was super cool. So we came out there, and the guy who was the director of the video, I had put him on game on 2013 when I first came to L.A. for the first time at this thing called the Feed House, P-H-E-E-D. Mm-hmm. It was a guy, I can't remember his name right now, he, owned, he, has, he was doing that. It was a thing where there was like an app and all that type of shit and like a socialite type house in the, in the hills. And um, he, uh, oh, I lose my train of thought. What was I saying? Uh, fuck feed house. feed oh, house. Oh, going out to L.A., putting the director on game. Yeah, yeah, boom. Yeah. Well, he, was, he was working for Karen Civil mm-hmm. or whatever, like shooting her stuff for her. And... The way he approached me, I was like, hey, bro, if you want people to take you serious, bro, you got to approach them better. I would ever, like, if you act like this, you're going to always get treated like how you act, like a piece of shit. I'm going to treat you like a piece of shit if you approach me like a piece of shit. Or whatever. And he, and he told me, because he picked me up from the airport to put his video and reminded me who he was. He was like, bro, you changed my life when you said that, bro. And that's how I was able to get this Porsche. Because he picked me up in a Porsche. Wow. Or whatever. He was like, bro, you just got me, like, my approach to all business I went to after I stopped working for Karen or whatever. My approach for everything after was just like, I approached people like a man that I wanted to be, the way I wanted to be respected. And it just opened up that in the mix of something else somebody else told him, Porsche. But like, that's way bigger than any bullshit you could deal with on a level with like industry friends. Exactly, exactly. Because look so, at the legacy that you left for that one person. That, boom, and like so you that changed. allowed me to get me out of my head like, boom, I'm in LA. 
and my vibe is like, because that shit really was inspiring to me. I hadn't heard nothing inspiring the whole 2014 for seven months straight, just being depressed and watching Netflix. Depressed, shopping, you know what I'm saying? Well, just shopping, 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 mm-hmm. or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I shop when I'm depressed. Or whatever, I'm shopping, I'm happy too. Or whatever, but I shop, shop when I'm depressed. Right. Or whatever. Libra. I, aim, I aimlessly yeah. shop. Yeah. I aimlessly yeah. shop yeah. when I'm depressed. You know what I'm saying? I'll buy more expensive things when I'm depressed. Or whatever. So, you know, boom, the energy is like getting better or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And right then, we sh- when we got done shooting the video, I was reminded that, oh shit, while I was depressed for those seven months, Bruno Mars did call and said he was going to do something. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, I don't give a fuck, whatever, and hung up. Not to him, but to who was telling yeah, me yeah, that yeah, Bruno yeah. Mars wanted to do something. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't give a fuck. Y'all, fuck all y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop talking to me. Like, yeah. I don't want to talk to nobody. Like, stop talking to me or whatever. And um, while I was still in L.A. after shooting the Palm Trees video, Uptown Funk came out or whatever. And my boy, I was at this producer's house. I can't remember his name. And he was like, oh, it's a new Bruno song came out or whatever. And he was like, it's pretty cool. And he, and he played it. And I was like... What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what this motherfucker wanted to do? Okay, I called my manager at the time or whatever, like, yo, did this, did, did we do our business on this? Did we do that? Or whatever. And we didn't. But it was great because it was still business to do. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, it came down to me. I'm the one deciding the factor for this song. Or whatever, and it was really interesting that day too because the day that came out is also Grand Theft Auto Five came out, okay. and I was on that too. I went for another song with me and Scooter. I went there, I was like, yeah. "What the fuck? Who synced this song to Grand Theft Auto Five? You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. So it was just like the energy. I was just like, I was getting back in my vibe. Yeah, again. yeah. I whatever, like, oh shit, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I'm feeling swaggy. I'm not depressed shopping. I'm cool man shopping. yeah yeah, yeah i know yeah. how that feels like yeah or whatever and then i boom 2015 come around we do the deal or whatever you know what i'm saying get a new bag coming into 2015 i said man i'm getting out of atlanta well wait okay i have like a million questions right the problem is that you have to go yeah so can you come back for like a 20 to 30 minute yeah. thing like at some point i got we can you. like put it all together I got you. like, like well, yeah exactly because i have like so many things to talk yeah. about with like, let's let's do for post. Sure. Yeah, yeah yeah post bruno okay cool oh, yeah. Well, Trinidad, I'm thrilled that you came through today. I'm thrilled that you uh, have lived the life that you've lived. And especially when it came down to it, you took care of you. Yep. You know, there, there wasn't other people looking out for you. Everything stopped with you. And, and I feel like, you know, whether it was Def Jam, whether it was Joan Head, whether it was getting out of jail, you looked after you. And, uh, and that you came up here and we're thrilled to hear the rest of the story when you come back. You already know. Thanks, guys, for having me. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of Waste Time with It's The Real. Jeff, if you want to find out more about us, I'm Eric with the curly hair. You're Jeff with the glasses. Together, we are It's The Real. No apostrophe. No spaces. If you want to find out more about this podcast, it's called Waste of Time with It's The Real. If you want to find out more about us and what's going on in our world, Jeff, where can they go? You can always go to itsthereal.com, I-T-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L.com. We have a newsletter on there. Yeah. Go to itsthereal.com, just scroll down, literally one click. 
and you can sign up. You can sign up for the newsletter. Great. We also have a new feature on our website called Episodes, which is collections of recommendations. Maybe you liked one behind-the-scenes episode. Well, here are six more that you should check out. You should go to Episodes on our website right now. If you want to listen to old episodes and new ones, we are available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music, Google, all the places where you listen to podcasts, our podcast should be there. If you want to find us on social media, we are at It's The Real on Twitter, at It's The Real on Instagram. Also, we're on Facebook. Are we? Uh, are we really? At It's The Real. Jeff, now is the time to tell you that we have t-shirts for sale. Go to itsthereal.com slash shop. And uh, if you're especially from any of the 10 states that we are currently not fucking with oh we, we put you on North the band Dakota list Dakota is out guys if you're from those states buy a teacher right now we want to be a presence in all 50 states Jeff now is also the time where we like to shout people out who are you shouting today alright well normally I don't do it I like to come up with people who I want to shout out on my own okay somebody reached out named Vontography okay on Instagram yes who said I know you guys always shout out fans which is dope so if I'm going to get an honorable mention on an upcoming episode let me know so I can provide better details of who I am besides we want to shout out Vontography who has shaved as his profile picture instead of a camera now I said that's a really good descriptor maybe that's what I should do instead of whatever he's about to tell me yeah and he said not sure if my family, friends, and hometown are going to be able to determine that you all are describing me, to which I said, I'm always happy to hear more details. So he said, I think it should go something like, shout out to LeVon Linen from Georgetown, South Carolina, who was giving us details but had to run to a meeting in the middle of typing. He made a post on Instagram about thinking we should have done an interview with Forrest Whitaker. Wait, that yes. the shades? That's that guy, Montography. <laughs> He's the one who has shades as a profile picture, I, I not a it. camera. I knew it. Well, I appreciate you for clarifying. Jeff, I want to shout out our friend Tommy Battle. Oh, Tommy Battle, who uh, is a fantastic photographer. He photographs athletes. He photographs people in concerts. And nearly every time that we record an episode, if you go to Instagram, you will see at least... 10 fantastic photographs shot by Tommy Battle. He is at Bony Starks on Twitter. He is at Tommy.jpg on Instagram. If you want to hire him, hit him up, hit us up, and shout out to Tommy for coming over here and blessing us with your arts. Jeff, anything else? Photography uh, is not just a pair of shades. It's <laughs> more than that. What else? He's, he's also a, a photographer. Oh, shout out to him. Vontography with the shades. As always, guys, not for real, for real. Sure, sure. We'll see you guys next week. Right.